0: Grant says don't foul, he's uh, saying it's over. 96-88, Purdue's gonna get out of here with a win. They're gonna improve to 15 and two. They're gonna improve to four and two in the Big Ten. They hand the Illini the first loss in the Big Ten against the Big Ten opponent all the way back to last year when Illinois lost at Michigan State. And the Illini lose it, 96-88 to Purdue in double overtime.
1: Close. So close, but no cigar. The Illini battle a whole lot today. They welcome back Andre Curbelo. They get some production from guys that you weren't expecting, but Purdue, in the end, comes away with a double overtime win. Fasteners, etc. Post game show here on News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM, and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn, Scott Beatty with you. We'll get to your calls and texts coming up, but first, our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for half a century. They've been a part of all of our Illini football and basketball post game shows. Cozad Asset Management striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. Scott Beatty was in the building for it. Every, everybody came out for this one, and, and they got, got what they thought they were going to get in an in instant classic.
2: An absolutely fantastic college basketball game. Tremendous energy. Blow for blow type stuff. So many interesting storylines. I know it's a disappointing outcome from the Illini perspective, but they're going to be fine. <laughs> they're going to be just fine. There is no reason to be down on the Illini after what you saw today. It wasn't a, oh, way to hang tough with the with the big fellas, guys. It was actually, no, a, a few things go differently, and Illinois can win that game. And And Illinois is right there at the top of the Big Ten.
1: Yeah, as we've seen over the last few weeks, it, it seems like the ceiling kept rising, and I think the floor and the ceiling moved up a little bit today. Uh, you, you see some growth from some guys that you're going to need minutes from off the bench, namely BBV and, and getting Corbello back, and uh, just not quite enough. Uh, Purdue is good. Purdue is uh, worthy of that number four ranking. And the i will get another shot, but they lose it here today on Martin Luther King Jr. Day 96 to 88, we want to hear from you. If you were at the game, if you're in your office, we won't tell your boss. We want your thoughts. Give us a call on the fan line, 217-356-9397 or text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Fasteners,
3: et Post postgame show next. Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group.
4: Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozad Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can
5: trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the
4: futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with Cozad, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. Call me today at 356-8363 to get started.
1: Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. Cozad Investment Advisory Services offered through Cozad Asset Management, Inc. Cozad Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated.
0: Better relace my boxing gloves here. This is a good one. It's a good one, isn't it?
6: Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini athletics, News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners etc. postgame show with your hosts, Scott Beatty and Evan Kahn. Pull-up jumper from
0: 16 is yeah, the good. It. Rebound, Omar Payne, dribbles it back out. To Frazier. left side three is yes. good. Alive. And Frazier nails the three. Here comes Corbello to the check-in table. Listen to the roar for Andre Corbello.
1: There was Trent Frazier's first bucket and uh, the sound of the roar of the crowd as Andre Corbello checked in for the first time in nearly two months, but it's not enough. Illinois loses her first Big Ten game of the season to the number four ranked Purdue Boilermakers 96 88. Fasters, etc. postgame show here with Evan Kahn and Scott Beatty. We want to hear what you thought about the game. You can give us a call 217 356 9397 or text into the castle heating and cooling text line as a number of folks have done here on this monday very unusual tip time for a weekday you know if this was a saturday it it would make even even a sunday it it would make sense but because of the holiday and whatnot they decided to to move it up so um we hope we can get uh whatever participation we can nick and out in up in madison wisconsin says bbv is the man such poise and confidence this team has a bench (laughs) let's go back to the gym and get better every day guys that would for yeah for uh, as many guys on this team continue to step up without filling the the stat sheet bbv did it once again playing 20 minutes uh Probably wouldn't have played that much if Payne didn't get into foul trouble early. And we, Michael Tulip hinted that we could have seen this. We we saw a little more BVV over the last couple games when there's more athletic teams in there. And
2: man, did did he play some great defense on Zach Eady? He did. Um, you know we'll get to electrifying player of the game later. But. He's in my, he's in, he's in, he's a nominee. Yeah. I could put it that way. There's a, there's no way Illinois is in this game if he doesn't do what he does. There's no way Illinois is in this game if Andre Carbello doesn't do what he does. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of ifs, but a heroic performance by BBV being called. And he made some mistakes. And I was, I, I, when he missed the two free throws in double overtime, the look on his face, I thought, Mm -hmm. don't let it affect your defense and what did what happened down there in the corner the the mix-up on the switching um and I was my vision was blocked I couldn't exactly see what happened but they got that open back cut and that it, it was pretty much game over so uh you just he's just got to be more on the be ready for those moments but what an effort
1: yeah and this was probably the first time since he's been here that that he's been asked to to play in those sort of situations and, and uh you know, first time through, he'll learn from it, but uh, a great effort by BBV. We go to the fan line, 217-356-9397. Brandon's with us down in Texas. Good afternoon, Brandon.
7: Hey, good afternoon, fellas. How you doing today? Hey, we're doing all right. Hey, man, that was a great game. It was a great heavyweight fight. Uh, one thing I need to know is, what do we pay the ref off next time? Because, <laughs> obviously,
8: they,
7: they had a nice little check deposit in their account before this game started. I was so disappointed with the refs. Um, but I'm glad to see Cabello back. I'm glad that he was able to take that break and we could show that we could play without him because, if you notice, he had three assists with no turnovers. Um, he he wasn't reckless with the ball, and that's what we need out of him, man. He's, he's a great point guard. And a Benjamin played so well because of Cabello because mm-hmm. he was able to set him up in those spots where he could he could score and then you know he passed up an easy bucket and we ended up getting a three from it but that was because of cabello putting him in a position where he's comfortable to maneuver and you know down down low i am disappointed in kofi today man uh he 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 didn't shine like he needed to, to to show people why he should go to the nba um he he probably needs to come back for another year it's not to just build up your confidence and i know it was just one game but you know he's dominated against smaller guys and what he's going to get in the nba is going to be those guys that are his size so and and more athletic so but overall man it was a great game i'm proud of our team you know we, we took a hard one on the chin but we gave it just as good as we got it and uh man i appreciate you guys taking my call
1: yeah hey thanks for calling in brandon do it again Yes, sir. All right, there's Brandon with us in, in Texas. And I'll work a little backwards there. Um, yeah, was it the greatest game for Kofi? Uh, we we tend to forget, as great as some of these players are, when you have to go to the bench and, and sit for 10, 12, you know, extended periods of time, especially after not getting going early. I think he was frustrated on, on offense, doesn't get into a flow, picks up, I, I can't remember if it was the first half or the second half in reference to his, his referee comments that we have plenty of texts about. There were there were a couple bad fouls that, that took him out of the game, and then it just completely takes him out of his flow. On You know, to to go with that, Payne's been looking better. Once again, if he doesn't pick up a a couple bad fouls, he probably fills in great, and it it afforded BBV his opportunity. Um, Not the greatest game for Kofi. I don't think it's uh, an indictment on where he's going to be the next year because there's there's so much more to go. Would have been nice to have a a big game from Kofi, but the other guy stepping up made his absence not stand out. I don't... there there are games in the past and and Brad talked about this post game where the offense and really everything shuts down when Kofi went off the floor and that didn't happen today.
2: See, this is all reverse psychology that's coming through here, all right? <laughs> because what have I been saying all year that what is Illinois without Kofi Coburn? Well I, I you can take away Corbello and you better be glad that Corbello's back because I think this is if that's what Corbello is, out of shape <laughs> but healed up. You're, you're going to be fine. But Illinois could find a way without Curbelo. They can't find much of a way right now without Kofi Coburn. The floor came up, as you said, with, with how Benjamin Bossman's Verdonk performed. But all of this is, I think, continue to say, see, Kofi's not ready to leave. And then you just get to keep him. You want Kofi Coburn. <laughs> you need Kofi Coburn. How many double-doubles in a row? He didn't have a great night. He just didn't have his touchdown low early. Zach Eady did. Uh, But there is no front court like what Purdue has. (laughs) Zero. No other team with that front court. So it's not an indictment of Kofi Coburn.
1: Yeah, you you take one All-Big Ten guy off the floor, and they've got another one waiting in the wings. I mean, the two combined... I don't know if they played at the same time. No, they wouldn't. 50 no. minutes, 27 for Ed, 23 for Williams. That's how so, it goes. <laughs> it it kind of works out like that. Uh, one more text here before we go back to the fan line. Uh, Brian out in Idaho says, great f- uh, great fight, some calls hurt. Uh, BBV played inspired, great to get Curbelo back. And uh, he goes on to, to make some comments uh, about the TV broadcast. So as always, tune in here during the game. Muture TV, Light Rock 97.5, or News Talk 1400. We've always got Brian and Dion or Doug, and uh, especially big-time games, you know, they they elevate their performance as well, so you don't want to miss those radio calls. We go back to the fan line. Give us a call, 217-356-9397. Steve's with us down in Kentucky. Hey there, Steve. Hey,
9: guys. Um... Wow. I uh, came up uh, for the, the weekend and went to the, the Michigan game and then to the Purdue game today and uh, night and day in terms of energy and all that in the crowd. Uh, Michigan, it was just kind of one of those games, honestly, it was kind of hard to really get the crowd fired up. But uh, this game, I mean, that <laughs> I've been to quite a few Illinois games and, and that's Uh, even though it's a loss it ranks right up there uh at the top in terms of just how much fun that was i mean uh everyone was standing basically in that place most of the second half and uh all the overtimes and and the energy was just unreal so that was uh a a lot of fun for for the fans so uh, that was really cool
10: um
9: which you know and the game being uh you know, kind of an odd time, but I think I, I really liked it. You know, most people got today off from work, uh, kind of a cloudy, you know, a uh, cold day and it's something to, to be able to, to do for, for folks. So, uh, I love that time and it was cool going to original pancake house, eating there and Brett Bielema was in there eating with his daughter and <laughs> Myers Leonard was in there eating. I mean, I was like, Whoa, look, look at this place, you know? So, uh, that was a, a lot of fun, but, um, Thoughts on the game. Uh, this is a game I, I sure hope we, we, we look back on and like, wow, we, we really grew that game because, um, you know, I, I didn't have a good feeling when Kofi went out uh, for us to be able to uh, win that game. I mean, I'm sitting there like, are you kidding me, Brad? You're going to put uh, Benjamin Berdonk in there against Zach Eady? And and boy, did he, uh, you know, make me look, look bad because uh, he did incredible and Hats off to him, uh, but uh, I, yeah. Hopefully we, we grow from this game. It was awesome to have Curbelo back. I, I think if he doesn't play this game, we might be looking at a twenty point loss. Uh, just the way he created. And you know, I was sitting there. I was the guy behind me. I was like, Hey, who's taking this last shot? If, if that's what it comes down to. He's like, Ah, Trip Frazier. And I was like, I bet you Curbelo takes it. And sure enough, you know, he kind of you know worked his magic and. <laughs> made some incredible shots uh, down the stretch there, but great game. Let's grow from, grow uh, from it. Let's like uh, Underwood said, don't let one loss turn into two losses and let's uh, let regroup get better from this. Um, And Kofi will grow from this game too. I, I agree. It wasn't one of his best games, but I love seeing him going up against guys like that because it makes you better. And uh, he's going to get better. And he'll use that athleticism that he has to to do better next time we go up to Mackey Arena. So uh, let's go Illini and and, a great game.
1: Yep, always appreciate your call, Steve. Thanks, and and glad you you got to come up and enjoy, without a doubt, one of the best environments. You know, it's been a while since we had fans in there, but, yeah, today was a good one. So, hey, thanks, Steve.
2: Night and day difference, I agree, from the Michigan game and – Wonder why that was. Well,
1: yeah, to to
2: his point. I mean, there was the crush was
1: back. Oh, oh, I mean, the crush helped the flow. I thought went, yes. that that was a big part of it. I mean, it was a meat grinder, one thousand percent against Michigan. It's just no way to get the crowd into it. But everybody was up from from the jump here today. Uh, really exciting to hear from this side. Can't imagine how much better it was to be in the arena. Um, yeah, definitely. I I was trying to pull it up here to see how Kofi's bounced back from his couple of disappointing performances. And he tends to do that sort of thing. Of course, they played St. Francis PA the, the last time, but he came back with 21 and 11 and, um, yeah, I guess that's really a, about the only disappointing game Kofi's really had this season. So, uh, we'll, we'll see what he can do. I mean, they're, they're getting ready to face Maryland, who he had a, a pretty ga- good game against a couple weeks ago, 23-18. and 18. So, uh, that'll bode well. And, and, yeah, they they get blown out without Crabello here today. Um, I, I think he... he Put a shot into the crowd's arm to, to really get them going when uh, Purdue had it going early and uh, to to the point earlier that that two man game with BBV running the the pick and roll with Cribello that's that's the offense that that we weren't seeing when Kofi was off the floor and why the ball was sticking and, and things were getting bad but uh, what a difference uh, having a, a point guard makes
2: Ex- absolutely. Let's go
1: ahead, uh one more phone call in here before we get to our m x electrifying player of the game Jim's with us right here in champagne. Hey there, Jim
9: hi, I just wanted to comment uh good game uh, I would like to see Kofi learn a uh four three four five foot shot using the backboard as a as a decent weapon in his arsenal i think that would uh help him out a great deal in the long
1: run yeah you gotta gotta have uh some perfect touch on it without the glass so uh and and that's something he's kind of worked on he's never really had that kind of baby hook it's just been more of he's very strong and uh if he doesn't have that touch it it doesn't fall so yeah maybe maybe he can use the glass a little more
9: i asked Uh, my
2: sorry Jim go ahead
9: Oh no! I said uh, using the glass by a lot of people is a is a an art. Don Freeman made a career out of it, I think. and uh, it, it's kind of a lost, it's uh, kind of a
11: lost art sometimes.
2: Uh, I think I think it's going to come back. I think it's going to be cool <laughs> again to use the backboard. <laughs> it's it's going to be a trend. It'll be hipster. It'll mm-hmm. be trendy. It'll be trend. Yep. But, like some of them will will do it ironically. <laughs> yep. Like I could just yeah, throw yeah, it in. All right. Thank you. Yeah, sure, thanks. All right. I asked Myers Leonard today at his uh, media availability. He didn't get specific on Kofi, but I was curious his thoughts on, you know, can Kofi be an NBA center? And he thought he he absolutely could be. He he wouldn't get specific. You know, he mentioned free throws, but he also said, you know, you have to just obviously the work has to be there, and Kofi has that, Mm -hmm. and then get into the right situation. I mean, Myers Leonard could shoot, and that's he started as a guard in his life when he was young and then became really tall, mm-hmm. and they said, why don't you play down low? <laughs> but he was a, he's a big that could shoot, and the NBA moved that, that way, and that helped him a, a lot. But uh, Kofi, Kofi has potential there.
1: Absolutely. Okay, so uh, we might toss this around for a second. The MX Electrifying player of the game, MX Electric, wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. And remember, relax, call Max. As we've kind of discussed here, there, uh, you know, BBV stepping up huge. I mean, he just hit his defense alone, he, he changed the way Purdue – was trying to attack in the second half and it wasn't working quite as well. I mean, he was big. What Corbello did coming off the bench, his first game back in two months, that was huge. Plummer down late was just hitting shot after shot after shot. Dude's got ice in his veins. Did not shoot it well in the first half, but shooter is going to shoot, and he stayed confident and he knocked him down. And Trent Frazier, you know, all day long. Stevanovich Actually, I was kind of surprised they didn't put Frazier on Stevanovich. Stevanovich more that was more of Corbello and Plummer's job here today in but,
2: the second half right right
1: right when he was you know getting away and making threes which was rather disappointing but Frazier I mean fills up the stat sheet once again does senior kinds of things I I know where I lean on this but what what do you think
2: well I think my heart goes to Benjamin Bossman's for Donk because he just filled in in a, in a way that you weren't necessarily expecting him to have to unless, unless you're maybe Mike LaTulip <laughs> um, um, but my head also says wow with Curbello because he looked like Curbello. <laughs> he didn't look like what's wrong with you Curbello that we saw post concussion when he did play and now that you know Andre uh, Brad Underwood uh, said after the game that he practiced two days and that apparently, that's he's in bad shape. If that's so, I'm kind of split. So, if you want to break the tie or go a different direction, I'm all yours. Yeah, I mean, or do you need me to come down on one
1: all all around? It's easy to give it to Trent, but I think because of what what you said and what we've kind of talked to, um, Corbello coming in really saved the offense in the first half. And with what we saw early in the year, and he comes back in zero turnovers in 25 minutes, and he's knocking down those shots that I'm sure everybody who said they didn't want Andre Corbello on the team was saying, don't shoot, and then he made them today. Uh, BBV was was big, no doubt, and, and it's a good thing that we've got a, a, another sponsorship for the kind of stuff that he did. But uh, for Corbello to come back, drop 20, grab six rebounds. Dish out three assists and even that might be low. Um, I think I gotta give it to Andre Corbello. You won me over. All right, we're we're gonna give Andre Corbello first game back, our MX electrifying player of the game.
0: Corbello surveys the scene, drives, dribbling, drives on Edie, layup is oh. good. Oh, he scooped it up and in. How about Andre Carbello? Here's Corbello with a tough shot, and he answers from twelve feet. Two. Curbelo playing his first game since the K-State game before Thanksgiving, off the bench with it, 10 points now. No timeouts. This is the ball game. 69-67 Purdue. 19 seconds left. Curbelo to the right baseline, spinning move to the basket, up and in. He ties the game at 69. 14 seconds left.
1: Scored the final four points of regu- in regulation, two force overtime. Not quite enough as the Illini fall by eight to Purdue here on Martin Luther King Day, 86 or 96 to 88. Corbello, our MX electrifying player of the game. More texts to get to, more calls as well here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show.
4: Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini! If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net.
2: For as long as you can remember, your spouse has been your rock.
4: But when they begin to experience signs of dementia, you both need someone to lean on. Autumn Leaves of Savoy is a pioneer in memory care assisted living with cottage style residences that feel just like home. Autumn Leaves staff members provide personalized care for each resident to unlock memories and create meaningful moments. So while your spouse receives the best care available,
2: you can focus solely on loving them. If someone you know is experiencing memory loss, please visit autumnleaves.com.
4: Hey Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow!
6: We can't help you, and we're not official. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini Fan Line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357.
0: Curbelo, pass left corner, Williams, bounce pass inside, Kofi,
7: up and in for the slam dunk got that on the hockey assist, but that is what that young man brings to
1: the game. Yeah, there's one of those assists that don't count as an assist, but Corbello setting up the offense plenty in his 25 minutes returning to the court today, but the Illini lose their first Big Ten game falling to 6-1, and one. still in first place, though. Mm-hmm. What do you know? That's all right. cetera post game show, Evan Scott, Dave Leak helping us out behind the scenes. Uh, had a text here before we go back to the fan line. Uh, Eight one five texter says there were a lot of encouraging things to see. Bello coming back was a game changer. Played out of his mind. BBV looked like someone we can rely on. And the refs. Oh boy, <laughs> the refs. What do you know? Um, yeah, kind of like we said. Uh, this texter along the same lines just kind of took Kofi out of it and, and really affected things. But. Led to, to some big minutes and uh, an opportunity for the other bigs, and that's something they're going to need. They're going to need time, and they're going to need production off the bench here as the Big Ten keeps rolling along. So,
2: When it's a close do? game, every whistle has a huge impact. It mm-hmm. just does. And and uh, I, I don't think everyone I, – I think a couple of the Kofi fouls were, the, were really frustrating, um, and, and the fact that Purdue's – Number of fouls called and versus Illinois, there was an imbalance. I understand. There's, it is entirely possible that one team can commit more fouls <laughs> than the other. Like I, I, I get that, <laughs> but it it frustrates people because there's this belief that each team always commits the same number mm-hmm. of fouls. It's well, not always the case.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's plenty of, of replays where there were no calls when there should have been calls, and there were calls when there shouldn't have been calls. I thought it got better as the game went along, and and. I don't know. The we, first we half, don't. I thought was more
2: frustrating. Right, uh, I, right. I think, I think, uh, I think actually, Boston's Verdant got called for a phantom, no contact on an over the back or a push or something. But when there was no contact, and I thought the block was a block on the other end. I think it was Boston's Verdant who got blocked. Oh no, that was
1: all. That was all arm. He didn't even touch the ball.
2: Oh, okay. That was a foul. That was bad. In sight, in real sight, it looked good, but that's why. You know, I guess that's the problem with using human eyes.
1: Well, yeah, and you gotta you gotta make it on the fly. They don't get the replay like we do. Enough about the refs, as a, a texter was talking about. We won't talk about the refs anymore. Don't worry, they weren't good. Don't get us wrong, but we're here to talk about the game. But Let's-
2: I'll just add this, and then we go, go to the phone call. It, 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 the Big Ten isn't ignorant of the magnitude of that game, right? They, they had, and and so they're they know who their crews are. And I know fans don't like Bo Borowski because he seems to get tangled up in That's big right. moments. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. but the Big Ten also doesn't look at this game and go, let's go with the our last crew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they I, didn't. I actually think. Bo Borowski, and and DJ I, I, Carsonson Carsonson th- th- those guys grade out pretty well yeah there's I think a, at the end of the there's day there's a
1: reason they they get most of yeah. these big games I mean we did not get the Bengals Raiders crew from Saturday <laughs> for this game here today but um, yes when when you know the referees like when you know the umpires names typically not a good thing <laughs> no matter what coaches try to tell you okay Simeon you were poking through there so let's bring you in here on the fan line hey there Simeon hey
12: guys uh, a little disappointed um uh, i thought we would have a little different outcome um but before the g- i'm coming uh, let me apologize because i'm coming to the show a little late today i uh oh, I well, to you're do fine. Something before i got on this sh- show um i thought um for us to win the game that we needed about 10 to 12 threes in regulation i don't know what that turned out to be 12 um, to 33 i was glad that- in, in uh in regulation or oh that's that's overall yeah because i was thinking in regulation we needed about 10 to 12 threes to to put us that's that's what i was thinking and um but i was glad to see uh Cabello camp, uh come back that was a welcome uh sight and he played fantastic i was very happy for uh boss man <laughs> um, uh, boss mans uh, uh played very well um it was a couple things that i uh was hoping that uh, we would have done that I saw Purdue doing on the other end. Uh, and then I'm going back to the first half. Uh, we had Kofi guarding uh, Edie one, one-on-one, one but Edie wasn't guarding Kofi one-on-one. They were doubling and, and having other guys come down. And I, I kind of wish when uh, Edie scored on us a few times that we had would had reciprocated that. Well, they didn't. They didn't
1: want Purdue to go off from three, and like we were talking about, the the only guy who went off was Stivanovic, and I think that's maybe I have to go back and watch who was guarding him there late. But they were they were going to let Edie have his. They they wanted to take away the three, and, and that's what happens when you don't double those. Is you know the big man can go off, but outside of Stivanovic, the rest of the team shot three of ten from from deep today. So I, I, I get what you're saying, um, but I, I think they'd rather Edie be making twos than guys pouring in threes.
12: Well, you know, to your point, Evan, um, I would have had Trent Frazier on that guy because the last times yeah. that we played Purdue, and this is off my comments, but the last time that we played Purdue uh, – um, we blew Stevanovich out like a candlelight.
8: Mm-hmm. And he
12: you know, he was a non factor and we let him be a factor in this game. Um we had uh Trent sometimes on uh, uh what's the guy? Um uh, the six seven guy they have. I can't think
8: Ivy. of Ivy right now.
12: Ivy and I, I just thought that uh Trent would have been a better one to put on Stavanovich and keep him from scoring, but you know, that's just kinda how it went. Um I would have liked to, another difference that I would have liked to have seen. It looked like to me that Payne was giving Williams a lot of trouble. But when he got that um, that technical foul, we
1: never uh, came back to that. Yeah. And we, Not yeah, in the first half. It. They didn't help. Oh. No, I don't think he, he yeah. played at all in the second half. Uh, maybe he did. No, it he was didn't. just for a minute. He played one minute in the second half, but you didn't even remember it because he was on and gone so quick.
12: But in, when, he was guard, when he and uh, Williams was in, I, I felt like that he was giving Williams uh, all he can handle on, just based on, you know, him being a little quicker and, and uh, uh, his length. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, uh, I thought before the game was played that Coleman was going to be uh, X-Factor, um, but he didn't play very much.
2: Underwood apparently said it, in a post-game press conference that uh, Coleman Hawkins has the flu. Oh. and was very limited. I think he played less than four minutes. No, yeah, no. I thought he was in the doghouse. I just thought, oh, man, no, I, this I, just shows he doesn't trust Coleman Hawkins, and I didn't say that, and I'm glad I didn't because that would have been wrong. <laughs> um, but apparently he was not feeling well.
12: Yeah, I, I just thought he would be our X factor. I thought he would play some time on uh, on Ivy um, on defense, but he didn't, he didn't play that much. And then at the end of the game, uh, Andre was taken into the uh, basket, but I wish he would have been looking for Plummer because Plummer had the hot hand. Hmm. And um, on the especially uh, before they kind of pulled away, when we were down by one, and I think we led by one, and then we were down by one. Um, and this was in the second uh, overtime. I, I wish Andre would have been looking for Plummer because I think we could have got over the top with a couple Plummer threes. But that's just my. Assessment on it, and uh you know, off to the next. And uh, we need to repay them when we go to West Lafayette. That's how I
2: feel about it. February tenth. Yes, yeah. You know, think about how many things could be different this time around. It, it could, Kofi yeah. doesn't. If Kofi doesn't get in big foul trouble, if if Coleman Hawkins is full goal andre Curbelo, you know is in shape is in total shape and and they've had all this time to to practice and whatever it'll be fun I mean, that just, today was a yeah. great ball game and i think if they played a seven game series it might go seven games <laughs> it just it was that kind <laughs> of my, yeah. that kind of day
12: well as long as the good guys which is us come out on top then i'm okay oh, yeah. with it but uh um it was just a couple of observations that i had that i, I wish would have uh, but we were right there. We were right there. And uh, I um, wish we were going over. And I wanted to say one other thing, too, and I'm going to call my buddy Steve. If you guys want to do a little jingle for me, I'm okay with that. Yep. Um, I was listening to the show the other night, <laughs> and uh, Steve came on ready to box with somebody. I was like, what's going
2: on, Steve? <laughs> well, but, we, um, we need a Norfolk sound key, and I'm not sure what that is yet.
12: I, I don't know what that is. Wayne either, Newton? Wayne so. Newton? We'll get you a little Uh, ditty. It it doesn't matter, guys. I just enjoy it, and uh, um, I'm glad that uh, we just failed to first place. So we just need to uh, take care of the next game.
1: Yes, sir. Always appreciate you calling, Simeon.
12: All right. I'll be listening out for everyone else's comments. All
1: right. Sounds good. Vasters, et cetera, postgame show here on News Talk, fourteen hundred ninety three nine FM WDWS Champaign Urbana, and Light Rock 975 WHMS Champaign Urbana. I'm going to have to go back and, and watch because I don't know if it, it was switching or what, but it just seemed like a lot of times Trent Frazier wasn't on Stavanovich in the second half. I wasn't watching that specific matchup quite enough, but I wonder if, yeah, that, that might have been different. And also with Payne, I. With the, the chippiness that was going on there with Williams, I wonder if Brad didn't want another unnecessary foul or or something along those lines. Plus, BBV was playing so good. I would assume on top that's, of getting Ko you want to get Kofi back in there. I mean, there's only there's only forty minutes for that position. You've got to give him somewhere.
2: I'm assuming that he's riding the hot defensive hand yeah. there with, with BBV because they've been praising Payne on the defensive end mm-hmm. so much. So I can't imagine they just said, Oh, in a close game, you're gonna sit because of attack.
1: Yeah, this is it's it's the the it benefits benefits of that depth, you know, just yeah, whoever whoever is hot. Um Let's do our Pekin Insurance Beyond the Expected moment of the game. Brought to you by Pekin Insurance. Don't fall behind early in the game. Build up a solid lead against the unexpected with Pekin Insurance. Visit PekinInsurance.com or contact a Pekin Insurance agent to start defending your assets. Well, he he almost got the player of the game and he probably could have gotten it. But uh, as far as fitting the descriptor, I would say uh, Benjamin Bosman's Verdonks performance today classifies as uh beyond the expected and um it's it's one of the many difference makers here in this game today
2: he did i I have no argument with that i I would say i was corbello was not expected (laughs) and it turns out (laughs) turns out it was not expected for brad underwood either who said that he was expecting to play him six to eight minutes things went a little differently but uh as lauren was pointing out you can't tell some it's no player yeah. worth their salt doesn't want to doesn't want to play.
1: <laughs> that's, that's funny. He, he was making those comments before the game, and and I think it was it, it was still Brad at the end of the day who allowed Corbello to play twenty five minutes. I don't think Bello was begging to, to go back in, and he says, "Oh shucks, I guess I'll I'll put you in." I mean, it it, it just kind of worked out for everybody. So it did.
2: But so, what do we what do I always say? Most of the time,
1: Lauren is right. <laughs> Most of the time, ninety eight point something percent. Um, but yeah, well. With his four points, um, you know, not a real stat-stuffer of a day. Four points, four boards, and an assist. Probably had a, a couple hockey assists in there as well. Benjamin Bosman's Verdonk is going to get our peak in insurance beyond the expected play.
0: Here is Curvello. Handles it for Illinois. Bounce pass to Verdonk for the layup. And Curvello able to loosen up that Purdue defense a little bit. Found Verdonk for the lay-in. Andre
7: with 17
1: to shoot. Yeah, that was a, a piggyback with another Bellow highlight. But uh, if Zach Edey hadn't uh, hacked him or called it a, a block, I guess, he would have had a, a thunderous two-hand dunk, and that would have been quite the highlight. But uh, not quite, as BBV gets our peak in insurance beyond the expected moment. Do you have a tease, or do you just want uh, to you know? go to it?
2: Did you know that Curbelo had a career high? In points? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I could have looked that up, but 20 points today. And did you know that Plummer, oh, he had an off day, right? Six three-pointers. Most? No, not most, but just uh, let's see. It, well, first of all, it was his eighth, 20th point game of the season, and uh, <laughs> he tied his Big Ten high, mm. and is the fifth time this season he's made at least five three-pointers. Wow. You got hot legs. This is why you could say, I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, I, I think they are. What, Without a doubt, these
1: are these, even though Wisconsin beat them in West Lafayette and, and we'll face the Badgers here in the next week or two, if I remember right. I I don't think there's much of a doubt that these are the two best teams in the Big Ten, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. We've got more Fasters, Etc. postgame show coming up. As your family grows, so does your responsibility to protect them, even if you're suddenly absent. Peekin Life Insurance Company offers a transitional life insurance policy that provides a high-level life insurance benefit during the years you need it the most and ends with a guaranteed paid-up policy that will be there for the rest of your life. Learn more at pecaninsurance.com or call your local independent Pekin Insurance agent about flexible and affordable life insurance today.
3: Winter's a great time to tackle projects. Lane's Farm and Fleet has all the gear you need to stay dry and warm, as well as items to keep your animals safe and dry all winter long. Like Guardian Swift Pick Pinewood Shavings, now $5.49. Rewards members pay $5.29. Keep your horses dry and warm with a new horse blanket, now $10 off. Add a little warmth to work areas with Comfort Zone Milk House Utility Heaters, on sale $24.99. Make sure your equipment starts this winter with a Schumacher 12-volt automatic battery maintainer priced at $29.99. And save 15% on chicken coops, available in a variety of styles. Did you know Blaine's Farm and Fleet has over 190 varieties of birds available to order? Choose from chickens, bantams, geese, ducks, turkeys, game birds, and so much more. And mark your calendars for Chick Days, coming soon. Go to farmandfleet.com for all the details. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet.
4: What's Kasasa checking with Prospect Bank? It's like adding points to the scoreboard for being a good team player. Open an account online at bankprospect.com. Member FDIC. Hey Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow.
5: For losing a game, I could. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm thrilled. We got better today. Yeah. And um, you know, we played 31 minutes without Kofi today. Yep. And uh, he was, you know, they did their job on him, and and uh, uh, the the fight of Benjamin Verdonk today. Yes. Uh, the fight of our guys when we were down. Uh, the the confidence level of our guys with, without him uh are you kidding me mm. hey uh, and we haven't seen that very often and we haven't seen you know positivity without kofi on the court uh we made some mistakes and uh mm-hmm. but uh you know and and then to have bellow back um mm-hmm. he's literally been in practice two days um we see his impact literally been in practice two days mm-hmm. and and we got cleared We we've, we've moved beyond all the issues that he's had and uh you know with the with the concussion and he's been in a great place and um, his conditioning stinks uh, <laughs> but uh you know 20 points and six assists and most importantly he didn't turn the ball over and, and
0: big baskets and, yeah. and and
5: and hit some big shots but uh you know we'll get him back in the in the fold and and he's got to continue to grind and work and and his conditioning has got to be got to be much better than it is but uh um, uh, but you know, I thought Demonte Williams job on, I thought he fought Ivy all night. I was really pleased with that and, and, uh, you know, I thought Luke Goody came in and gave us, uh, yeah. gave us real pop and, and, uh, was, was physical and got his hands on balls. And, um, uh, so a lot of positive things today, even though the, the, the outcome didn't, uh, didn't go our way. Hmm.
1: Things to grow from in this loss to Purdue on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Fasters, et cetera, post-game show. Evan Kahn, Scott Beatty, Dave Leak with you. Plenty of texts here to get to on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. If I go back to the spot where I was. Darren in Champagne says he listened to the game today. Tough outcome, but seemingly a, a unwinnable game without Kofi on the floor. State Farm Center, one of the toughest places to play on the road. This team will improve when Corbello gets the rust off. Shout out to BBV for his game. 217 uh, Texter asking if Boborowski gets player of the game. Probably not. 312 um, Texter asking about Coleman Hawkins. Apparently he was under the weather. So that's why you only saw him for limited minutes in the first half. I thought Luke Goody had some good minutes in the first mm-hmm. half. Somebody we didn't see in the second. Um, from Indiana. He is from Indiana. First game. Indiana recruit in a long while. Um, and uh, uh, another texter talking about the refs. And, and don't get us wrong, 801 texter, we're not blaming the refs, and that's why we haven't sat here and dwelled on the refs too much. Um,
2: but they do have an effect on a the game. Don't, they do. Don't, don't think that they don't, but they do. Uh, I somebody- mean, I, I'm sitting right there behind the bench, and you can see the reactions. And no coach likes fouls called, but you can kind of tell sometimes, sometimes you can kind of tell when a coach is trying to – angle and, and kind of trying to sway versus when they're really didn't you know disagree and and there was several of the latter today but again in a close game whistles have a seemingly have a bigger impact but the fact that Kofi was out you, I'm just saying four fouls four fouls called mm-hmm. you cannot debate whether they were four fouls committed the fact that he was out tremendous influence on the game
1: and somebody that hasn't gotten any praise and he typically does for doing the things that don't show up in the box score DeMonte absolutely (laughs) locked down Jaden Ivey today I mean he he's an NBA guy that's why you get 15 looks at the free throw line and he knocked down 13 of them and his 19 points are you know going to go right along with his average and it looks like he kind of went off but he only shot three of ten from the floor at least one of those three that he made was a circus shot late that probably doesn't go in more than than half the time and Demonte just took him out um it was it was the ed show early it was the Stevanovich show in the second half and ivy hit the free throws down the stretch to seal it but Demonte doing what he did on on the floor um that's going to go unsung today but but he had a great effort just got to work on that free throw defense (laughs) yeah if only and the Illini were great from the free throw line it was just those ones down the stretch like you were talking about earlier BBV he ends up having to shoot the free throws he misses both of them Corbello misses the front end of a a one and one and that's a a second opportunity miss but they were 12 of 12 before that Kofi was hitting his free throws there in the first half so continue to see that um not to mention the four assists from DeMonte as well you know he he fills that role so well when he's not asked to do more than he can do. And he um, played
2: 45 of 50 minutes. And had
1: a, a situation where he had to come off and he wanted to go back in right away, and he did. Not sure how much he got shook up on that. but uh, Looked
2: scary because he was not moving. No. He looked like he was taking a nap. It's uh, yeah, the, the way they described it, just like that on the radio call,
1: they're like, oh, he's down and he's not moving. You're like, oh, boy, did he hit his head or, or what? But I was uh, worried
2: he was knocked out.
1: But he bounced back. He, he still finished it was out the side. game. It's a side that was. Mm. So, those are some of the texts here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. You can still send them in two one seven three five one five three five seven, or give us a call on the fan line two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. Coming up here on the end of the post game show. Um, so, get your final thoughts in.
4: How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, Well, I know I pay
1: each month, and I'm covered.
4: Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need?
1: Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local
10: and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. You're family. Myers Insurance Group. We work
1: for you. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTV-X. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTV-X is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana.
4: Hey, Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World Number 1 in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net.
6: It's the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line. 217-356-9397. 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217-351-5357.
0: 15 seconds left, no timeouts for Illinois. Curbelo on the dribble. trap finds Plummer open under the basket. Up and in to tie it. Plummer with eight seconds ties it. 78 all. Purdue can win it. Five seconds.
1: There was Plummer forcing the second overtime. I don't know if this game was ever going to end, and I, I, if I didn't have spots to get in, I, I quite frankly wouldn't have minded if this game just kept going all night long. It was just that good of a basketball game. But the Illini fall short, lose by eight to Purdue here. Fasteners, etc. Post game show. Just when I'm out the fan line lights all the way back up so we go back there now give us a call 217-356-9397 tony is with us in champagne good afternoon tony
11: well good afternoon we were all waiting for steve from peoria to call and complain about Simeon again but or me one of the two <laughs> i uh, i thought it was a it was a well-played game i, I mean People can talk about bad officiating, but when you talk about horrendous officiating, you got to include this game in at least the first half. And I, I agree that they got better in the second half. I feel like Borowski had an opportunity to call one of his famous tic tac fouls on, on whoever that guy was that bodied Plummer on that last shot in overtime and could have sealed the game for Illinois if he'd had any cojones, but he didn't. So, anyways, I, I also think that. Purdue should get some credit. They played a great game. They played good lockdown defense on some of the Illinois shooters when they started getting hot, and I think that started making it more difficult to find the open shot. But I still, I, I, I think the player of the game is Bozeman for Boy, boy, and I'm looking forward to seeing him on the floor a lot more. Yeah, it, it I don't know about you guys, but I, you know, it was it and was Steve, Steve from Peoria called and wanted a box. Somebody and I've thought I've heard Steve call a number of times and say, claim he's a lover. And I well, care, he, he thought somebody was calling
2: him out, but it, it was, it no. was. No, no. Did
11: you explain to him or did, was he listening? Oh, he but,
2: yeah, he yeah, got it yeah, straight. Yeah, we go. He's it. all straight. Oh, yeah.
11: Well, so just so you know, for Simeon, I, I just looked it up the Norfolk Sound. You guys might not have ever heard of Gary U.S. Bond, but Gary U.S. Bond had a number of hits and uh, he started out in some studio in Norfolk and they called the Norfolk sound. And they, I read up about it a little bit and they talked about how it was, a, it was kind of combining soul music with some country music and came up with a, a different beat. So look that up. But I think one of Gary U S Bond's songs could, might be one that uh, you could use for Simeon.
1: Perfect. Very good. Great show. You guys hey, go line. Go line. I thanks for calling in Tony and, uh, yeah, we, we got the, these phone lines lit up, as I said, so we're, we're just going to go right back to the fan line. Dave's with us here in Tolono. Good afternoon, Dave. Hey,
10: good afternoon. I, um, I wanted to say that I thought it was a, a very good competitive basketball game. Uh, I didn't expect Illinois to win, so I'm not surprised. Um, I, the one thing I want to I mention is um, uh, Kofi is a good basketball player. But his post defense is absolutely atrocious. Uh, I thought that Bozeman's Ber- Verdonk fought Purdue's big guys as well as anybody did all day long. I mean, he was undersized, more undersized than Kofi, but he put his arms up. Kofi plays defense like he's an amputee. He does not raise his arms. Uh, I don't know if they're too heavy for him. Uh, he's never heard that concept, but he 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 really. Uh, as much as he's improved offensively in terms of passing out of the post, he is atrocious uh, defensively with his defense in the post. He just doesn't doesn't do it. And so I hope we do see more of uh, Benjamin because of uh, Verdonk, because he, he just battled him and battled him and battled him and scrapped. And that's what we needed today. And we played consistently much better without Kofi in there than when he was. So um, I, I think – this is an eye-opener for Kofi, but at this point in his career, he's probably never going to be good defensively, and that's unfortunate for him and his future ambitions. But I thought the team fought overall and battled hard. I would have liked to have seen Coleman Hawkins. I don't know why we haven't seen much of him, because I think his length uh, could have uh, provided some, some defensive lift. Uh,
2: again, he was ick. Uh, he was ill today.
10: Oh, so, he was oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't uh, yeah. know that. I mean, he was
2: available, but he, you know, so it wasn't COVID, but he was he was under oh, the weather. Okay.
10: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, that would explain it then. And I thought Curbelo did great considering he hasn't played in almost 2 months and and that's encouraging. Um, uh, you know, I I I think Illinois and Purdue are the two best teams, followed closely by Ohio State. So, um, you know, it's it's uh we still have uh opportunities and things, but uh um you know, uh, they just couldn't, couldn't control uh, Sto- uh, Stefanovic or whatever from shooting threes. But Kofi, I hope learns uh, defensively, uh, just how to play post defense and how to play from the neck up and and to hold his arms up. Because if you watch him, I, it's it's obvious. Yeah. And uh, but Benjamin Benjamin Verdonk, in my opinion, was absolutely the uh the player of the game uh because of his effort that's what stood out and if the other guys would have had the effort he did it'd be a totally different game uh you guys have a good night and uh i'll keep watching them and hopefully uh they continue to improve but uh uh, that young man deserves a a round of applause because he hasn't played much this year but when he got a chance boy he he really showed some scrappiness so you take care
2: Thanks for the call, Dave. All I can say is Kofi was tasked with guarding two of the best bigs in the country. Noah's
1: with us in Ogden. Hey there, Noah.
8: Hey, guys. I thought that last caller's take on Kofi's defense was awful. He's playing against two potential All-Americans, and he has to do it all by himself. With some little bit of help from Omar and these other guys, I think the last caller is terrible. Kofi's been great all season. He's going up against All-Americans and didn't have a great game. Sorry. Sorry. Last caller was terrible. Anyway, um, I thought Andre Curbelo's, um, you know, minutes were awesome today. I thought he really came in and really had added a lot to the game. Um, I'm really proud of our guys for the way they played through adversity. And this is what's going to happen in the NCAA tournament and the Big Ten tournament. You're going to face adversity. So I'd rather them face adversity now and take the loss today and be able to, um, you know, draw on these experiences when they have to go and play against adversity in the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, I'm okay with that. And I really thought they really played – played poised down the stretch. Instead of working down the stretch trying to get three-point shots to fight back a little bit quicker, you know, they took the shots that allowed them to get. They got, you know, shots in the paint and came back and played good hard defense. And absolutely Benjamin Bozeman-Verdonk had some great minutes today, Um, really played awesome defense and really gave a big spark to the Illini. Um, I mean, I really thought guys stepped up and played good. You know, if you'd have told me that Kofi would have fouled out of the game the way he did and Illinois would have still taken Purdue to two overtimes, I mean, I would have thought that you were crazy, and I thought Illinois really played a great game today, uh, fighting through the adversity, whether you want to say the refs were terrible or, you know, Illinois just wasn't um, getting calls, Purdue came in here and out-rebounded us. I mean, I really thought Illinois did a great job of fighting through some adversity.
1: Yeah, a lot of great thoughts there. Appreciate the call, Noah. I agree.
2: That's, I think that's a that's a pretty good perspective. And. That's that's
1: what was annoying me, his point there towards the end, and, and you see the growth, you know, in-game from this team. After Kofi went out in the first half and they hit the three and then Payne got the flagrant, they were settling for a lot of those 12- to 15- to 18-foot jumpers, and they almost ended the, the first half without scoring in the last seven or, or eight minutes. And, yeah, when they get past settling, you know, good things happen. So... Let's get to our keys to the game. What do you say? Brought to you by Hickory River Smokehouse for real Texas barbecue. Dine in, drive through, pick up, order online at HickoryRiver.com. And brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Scott, what are your keys?
2: Well, how how it happened is um, debatable, but ultimately Purdue. I thought the difference in this game statistically was that Purdue was at the line so much more than Illinois was. I mean, Jaden Ivy shot 15 free throws. That's the same number of free throws that Illinois mm-hmm. shot. One guy shooting the same number of free throws. And you you said it. I mean, he's he's good at attacking and he's good at drawing contact. That's part of his ball game. That's part of why he's going to go in the first round because he's he's so good at that at kind of thing. Uh, but it was a difference maker in this game because both teams shot the free throws well. Illinois missed a couple of key ones in overtime, wrong time to miss them. But you can't complain with eighty percent from the free throw line. Just the total volume was way different. So maybe it seems simplistic, but with all the other things that went around, if Purdue's not at the line as much, and that means less fouls as well on various aligne, this this outcome could be totally different. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I agree with that a lot. Um, it's amazing, you know, a lot of these stats. The aligne won. They had more assists. They had less turnovers. They made more field goals, um, so that points to your free throw thing. I'll just take the, the low-hanging fruit and, and say that it was the rebounding. Um, just uh, the the second chance opportunities, I think that's where Stevanovich got two of his five three-pointers, and that's something that we've seen the Illini take advantage of, and it's something that Purdue took advantage of, those second chance points. Once again, just barely an edge. It didn't make that much of a difference, but when you think about the times that the three-pointers came and just coming down with those offensive rebounds when they needed them, the Illini couldn't come up with a stop there. It just seemed like we were going back and forth all day long. They couldn't get one of those kills. When they did get a kill, that's when it brought them back into it, but immediately Purdue got back onto the offensive. So I would say uh, rebounding for Purdue and just uh, just uh, a lack of execution on the defensive end from the Illini was uh, the keys to The game here today brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community, Hickory Point Bank and Hickory River Smokehouse. Dave, I I saw you call in and hang up. If you want to call back, we'll get your thoughts here coming up towards the end of the Fasteners Etc. postgame show.
2: There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue, and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for a juicy, award-winning flavor. Add one of their famous sides and it's a meal. Open for drive-thru, takeout, dine-in, and caterings. and don't forget you can skip the drive-thru line and order online at hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you at one of the Central Illinois Hickory River locations: Urbana, Decatur, Springfield, and Peoria.
4: I'm Dan Marker from Hickory Point Bank. Something you can count on from your friends at Hickory Point Bank, our values are carved in stone. They're unchanging, unyielding. Based on the Golden Rule, we were founded on the belief that we succeed when our customers succeed. And since that belief has served us well for decades, we're sticking to it. Put it this way, there's no us without you. And that's something that you can count on. Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Member FDIC.
2: Hi, it's Tamara inviting you to enjoy your coffee with the plant experts live at Prairie Gardens Saturday mornings
4: at 815 here on Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. Hey Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Plants World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow.
5: we were down, I don't know, we were down 10, what? Mm. 10, 11. Yeah. 13 and, at and one point. 13 yeah. and, yeah. And to fight back, and not much was going our, our way, and we, we got shots that, um, you know, we kind of continued to streak. You know, we, we haven't been shooting very good, mm-hmm. and the ball didn't go in. Uh, Purdue gets a lot of credit for that, uh, but uh, just to keep fighting. And, and you know, the the, the igniter of that was Ben, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know, he ignited a... a you know, I think they went on a 14-0 run or whatever it was. Yeah, 17, I think. 17, 17-0. yeah. You know, the end of the half. reminded me of the game last year. But you know, Omar gets the flagrant, and and uh, they're off and running. And mm-hmm. we didn't respond very well. We got a big basket before the the, the end of the half. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, I couldn't. Uh, I, I liked our fight. Mm-hmm. I liked our fight, and 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 I liked where we're at. And we got to clean some things up. There's no doubt. We made too many mistakes. Uh, but um, but but all in all. Uh, two heavyweights, two really, really good basketballs, yeah.
1: Definitely looking at the class of the Big Ten here today. The Illini fall short, 96-88, 80, fasteners, et cetera, postgame show here with Evan, Scott, and Dave. And, and to that caller's point earlier, yeah, I mean, Purdue and Illinois are probably at the top. Along with Ohio State, along with Wisconsin, along with Michigan State. I mean, they're in, in, you know, none of the the other games are are easy, but the Big Ten's loaded once again.
2: Hey, for half a day, the the stat held up. Which was? Illinois went 365 and a half days losing one Big Ten game. 20 and 1 from January 17th. 2021 through January 17th at 1.30 or whenever it was the game ended they they had only lost one Big Ten game and they beat everybody in the conference except in that span except Purdue who they didn't play in that particular span right. until today and they lost to Michigan State
1: and who the Illini had won three straight against yeah. remember when they went into West Lafayette a, a couple years ago and, and that was kind of the, the coming out for this Illini Bunch, but uh, Purdue gets the best of the Illini here today. Uh, We're going to put a last call out there if you want to give us a ring, 217-356-9397, or text us your thoughts on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. If you're a contractor, Pekin Insurance has you covered with policies that fit your needs. Contact your agent to learn about coverage for buildings, business personal property, general liability, and a host of additional endorsements and coverage enhancements to keep your contracting business well-protected and running smoothly so you can focus on the job, not the what-ifs. To learn more, go to pekininsurance.com.
4: Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Hey Illini fans, thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow! Best of luck to all the players and coaches during today's game. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. Go Illini!
5: Defensive you know, mistakes. Yeah. And those are mistakes we can't make. You can't make when the game's on the line. And they, you know, great plays by them. Uh, they've played together for a long time. Uh, but um, our mistake. Can't make those mistakes. You know, we make a mistake. Plumber runs up here and tries to bother after a missed shot. And, and we never do that. We never teach that. We sprint back. And sure enough, his guy hits three. Yeah. And and you can't make those mistakes and expect to win games like this. Man, we got to yeah. learn from those.
0: Well, it's like you said. This is how you get back.
2: I have a question. They, they, cat- they track top five wins, wins against top five teams, right? They'll they'll note that times Illinois has beaten a team ranked in the top five. Well, mm-hmm. Purdue started today number seven, and then they, in the middle of the game, became number four. <laughs> Illinois started the game number 25 and became number 17. 17. I mean, if I'm Illinois and Illinois wins, yeah, that's a top five win. Yeah. It, it, Is it the ranking when you start the game or the end?
1: Mm. This is. Is it I don't you know? know this, this is, is like, like a, the what, first time probably ever that this has come up. As we said, because I you know, just don't it? typically play Monday. I mean, afternoon it, it's games. like a
2: five p.m. first pitch. Is it a day game or a night game? You know, it, it, are there are there five o'clock first pitches? I was starting to inquire about early Monday morning starts in the history of Illinois basketball. Mm-hmm. And and. uh Derek Person was looking at me like, You, why are you spending any energy on this? It is so irrelevant. Like, I know, but this is my brain. But this is if my there problem.
1: is the one, the one time, then you've got, you know, all those nuggets from the one time they played it Monday on 11.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, I, I recognize I sometimes care about things that nobody else does in sports.
1: Oh, well. I think that that would have been noteworthy as for today. And if you didn't come up with anything now for the next time they play it Monday on a Monday at eleven o'clock, you can refer back to this game. Yeah,
2: but just play it cool, boy. But so yeah, as you mentioned, um, but they played at eleven a.m. on Thanksgiving last year. Mm-hmm. But the rankings don't change. Oh yeah, not on a Thursday. But I just meant the time. The start time was you know a morning game on a Monday. How often does that happen? Yeah.
1: That, just, you,
2: you get some more stats
1: yeah. from that. I think
2: that's the baseball in me because baseball just loves the, this is the first Monday on an odd day when the temperature was this, that Illinois ever, you know, that kind of stuff.
1: Uh, a couple more texts here before we wrap up. A uh, 207 texter suggesting a nautical tune. For Simeon, with the Navy presence that they have out there in, in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, maybe we get a, a little sea c- c- shanty going.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Something in Dorian mode for you music fans, <laughs> for you music theory people.
1: And uh, 217 textures saying, missed too many bunnies today. And i probably agree with that. Ten of 20. They weren't easy looks. Uh, get a couple more of those. Best look fall. of the
2: night from Brad Underwood, The excuse me, the day, was Benjamin Plummer... Uh, Benjamin Bossman's for dunk, passing up an obvious dunk opportunity to kick it out for Plummer, who hits the no, three. No, 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 no. yes. <laughs> and Underwood looked just looked at media, looked up at the, the, the crowd as if, say, well, that worked. <laughs> but... Why wouldn't you just dunk it? <laughs> yeah, I think that's
1: going to come with him. He's shown that he's a, a very good passer from the post. But as he becomes more aggressive there down low, and we had a text about that, and I think the bench said the same thing after he, he missed a bunny. They just say, just dunk the dang thing, as I often say to men over six foot who can dunk the basketball. Take advantage of it. And he tried to a couple of times but, but fell short, but uh, – this team continues to grow. Just when you, you think that they've reached whatever they're going to be, it's something completely different. So, We'll, we'll do it again on Friday. What do you say? Yeah,
2: we will. And, uh, Tease, if you are listening on News Talk fourteen hundred ninety three nine FM, right after the news at 4 o'clock, we've got Sports Talk. Sean Harrington will join us. He watched the ball game. We'll get his thoughts. In the 5 o'clock hour, Dion Thomas is the guest at the Esquire in Champaign.
1: So, as we wrap the Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show, what you're saying is the post-game show ain't over. The
2: post-post-game show. We're
1: going to have the post-post and the post post party And then after that, we'll we'll get into high school sports with Colin Likas and Jim Rosso. But uh, for all of you who tuned in to the Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show, we appreciate you. Thanks for the ones who called in, who texted in. As Scott said, I'm going to go get the radio station scheduled for tomorrow, and then we'll be back for sports talk. So... For everybody that helped out, including Dave Leak, Allie Adams, Karen York, keeping us sane a little bit, we thank you. We'll be back on Friday for
3: Maryland. Good night, everybody. We'll talk to you in a few. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk fourteen hundred and ninety three nine FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.
5: I'd like the cut of
7: your jib, sir.